Hey guys, it's Mr. McDowell Welcome to the Daily Dose. So, I don't know if you saw this, but our favorite little complainer, Alyssa Milano, has been tweeting up a storm lately. And she's really super mad. Um, so, I don't know what kind of set this off. I um, It kind of started with <laughs> just stupidity. Um, complaining about the Native Americans having to fight to get uh, the Washington Redskins, which is a crappy American football team, if you don't know, um, because for years, because racism is just as American as apple pie. Um, interesting thing, when polled, uh, the majority of Native Americans could care less that they're called the Redskins because they really just don't care about this stuff. But as she got her crazy little motor spun up, she decided where she wanted to post. We live in a world where Joe Rogan's podcast has triple the listeners as mine. Dear God. Um, and then she, it just seems like she just, like, the something snapped. Because then her next post was, I can't stop eating carbs, also Cheez-Its, also everything. Uh, yeah, and it just kind of goes down from there. Um, and... So looking at her podcast, which is called I Could Care Less, um, and then looking at Rogan, Rogan has over 190 million monthly downloads. So for him to be three times the size of her, that would have to be that she gets uh, 65 million downloads a month, which she doesn't. Um, And it also comes out that her podcast is not near as old as Rogan's. Um, if you go to the Apple podcast preview where everybody always kind of goes for reviews, um, I don't know if this is trolling because, you know, internet, um, but of the 2,800 ratings, she has a 3.2 out of five. Um, she's got mostly five star and then in second place is one star. And, um, basically, I mean, the reviews are dull uh, she's a whiny, cry, crying loser, word vomit, blah, blah, blah. Um, you go to Rogan, he's got 163,000 ratings. Uh, he's a 4.7 out of 5. And, I, I mean, significant. You can go look at the podcast information if you want to. Um, but, you know, as I was kind of looking through this and kind of thinking about this episode today for the podcast, um, you know, it, it's it's more just women being unhinged. And as I read this, one of the things that kind of popped out to me was that she talks about getting an abortion, actually getting two abortions when she's 19. And I, this is not about abortion, whatever your view is, it's your view. Fine. I'm, that's not about it. But basically if you do the math, she was 19 when she got pregnant and then she was still 19 or 20 when she got pregnant again. And if you're not wanting to have kids, and like I said, I don't want to get this into an abortion thing because just not my interest, but choices, people. If you're sexually active in your 20s, wear a condom or be on the pill. I mean, really, that's be responsible. And you can go off and say that the guy should be responsible. I will tell you, being a guy, that I prefer having sex without a condom. I will always try to convince the girl of that. But for the most part, I didn't want to have kids when I was 20, well, early 20s and in my teens. Um, I'm not saying that it solely falls on the woman's responsibility, but once the guy's done, it kind of does fall on her lap. So, hey, be the responsible adult. And making bad decisions when you're 19 leads you to making bad decisions when you're 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 
all the way to 30. And lo and behold, when she's age 45, she is still making bad decisions. And, you know, I was thinking about this, that, you know, the wall comes at 35 for Hollywood women. I think there's like multiple walls that they hit and her being, you know, kind of up and down with her importance where she'll say something and get some notoriety and get all of her little, you know, feelers popping because she's somewhat important and then that goes away and she becomes miserable. She's just, you know, another example of women, not only on recruit mode, but just so disassociated with the reality of what's going on in the world. And Rogan has been doing his podcast for, what, 15 years? And he did it when nobody cared. He did it when nobody watched. He did it because he liked to do it. He likes to entertain. For the most part, I think he has too many comedians on because some of them are pretty freaking boring. But for the most part, they're always funny and you're always laughing. I tried to listen to one of her podcasts. I tried to find a light-hearted, entertaining one. It was tough. I didn't make it all the way through, but it was more just the common SJW trope where old white men are horrible, conservatives are horrible, Hollywood is the new now, and love everybody. And just stuff that I couldn't stomach. And if she wants to get the kind of audience that Rogan has, and I'm not saying that Rogan, I mean, sometimes Rogan leans a little too left for me, and I don't think he's being honest. I think he does it to be popular in Los Angeles. I'm really interested to see what's going to happen to his podcast when he moves to Texas to see if he actually kind of opens up a lot more with his true views, because like I said, I think he does walk the line. I mean, there's no doubt that Alyssa Milano is a whack job leftist living in Hollywood in the bubble, thinking whatever she wants to think, and she should be special because she's a woman. Um, But it's just funny that she's willing to go to Twitter and just draw all of this attention to her about how wrong the world is because Rogan is so much more popular than her when the majority of people in America and the world are getting so fed up with the Alyssa Milano types that all this is doing is making her life that much harder. But like I said, it's women on recruit mode. They expect everything to be handed to them. They don't expect to have to work that hard. Um, I'm surprised she doesn't have an OnlyFans page so she can get some more people. But her expectations were that she would start a podcast one day and the next day she would have 200 million people downloading her content because she's so important. And the harsh reality is, and women are learning this as this quarantine goes on, is men are tired of the crap. We're going our own way because we're tired of it. And the only value you add are three holes and two tits. And that's not enough anymore. So if you want to compete, if you want to do anything with your life, women, you're going to have to become interesting. So quit complaining, pick up a book, and figure it out. So thanks for listening to the podcast. Let me know if there's anything you want me to discuss. You can shoot me an email at mrmigtow at gmail.com. Until tomorrow, stay strong, and remember, the journey is a reward, and you are the prize.